0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. I am Maddie, and I'm the host of this podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Welcome to the show. If you're new here, welcome. I'm glad to have you. And if you're coming back, welcome back, guys. Let's jump into it. I don't know if you can tell. I probably shouldn't point these things out because then I think it just makes it more obvious. But I do it every time. And I will probably continue to do it for the rest of the time that I do this podcast. But right now I um, have a little bit of a cold. I don't think it's quite fallen into full-fledged cold mode. I think I'm a little bit on like teetering on the edge of allergy and beginning of a cold and maybe just exhaustion. But yes, I am. I am definitely teetering. I am back in Las Vegas. I'm back in the States. Woohoo. I'm back for Christmas and the holiday season. I'll be here for two weeks. And then I head back to London. Uh, If you don't know, I am in London studying to get my master's in classical acting. In classical acting. I was talking to the um, border patrol. (laughs) And I kept saying, classical acting classical acting and he could he wasn't understanding he was like what are you studying why are you coming back and this is granted after an 11 hour plane ride and I just was like I don't know why I brought up this conversation to begin to begin with because I had already gone through and then he kind of asked what I was doing there doing in the states in Vegas I said I was home visiting And he kind of said, Okay, and then I think I was free to go. But then I continued the conversation. And then thus created that awkward encounter. So I did it to myself, but it was funny, nonetheless. Okay, that was a tangent. But we, we, we all of us together are studying to get our master's. That's what it feels like sometimes when I tell you everything about my day and everything about my schedule on this podcast. But let's continue it. Uh, So I'm home. (laughs) I'm home in Las Vegas for the time being. And then I'll fly back. And then once I'm back there, I'll continue school. And I don't think I'll be coming back to Vegas for a while, probably, probably not till next Christmas, or I I don't know, maybe before that, but for a while. So I'm kind of here. It's nice. It's nice to be with my family it's nice to see everyone. And I'll go back to London. And for New Year's, Martin, my partner will come and visit and we'll get to spend time together. So it'll be a nice little break. It's a needed break. It's a very intense program. So I am enjoying it. Pardon, even though I have basically been doing work every morning since being home. My jet lag hasn't quite settled yet. And I've been home since not quite a week yet, a little under a week. And I still am struggling. I'm still going to bed at nine, 10 o'clock and waking up at 5am. So I've been getting a lot of things done in the morning. So that's really nice. But Hopefully this you know we all know this the second i get used to the time change i'm going to have to fly back to london and have to get reused to that time change because that's just how that works isn't it is i think somebody plans that right okay so i think that's that's all the little introductory stuff i wanted to talk about and let's get into the topic for this week this week i'm kind of continuing that little series that I have started, and I'm now calling it a series. I don't know if I discussed this with you guys or if it was just something I discussed with myself in my brain, but I wanted to start a little comparison series, like US versus London type thing. And obviously, I can't speak for the entirety of the US, nor can I speak for the entire f- not only London, but the UK and Great Britain and all of those all of those things. So I wanted to continue with that. And this is a topic that I think is really interesting. Obviously, I think all of the topics are really interesting. But this one is uh, not so much to do with health, but maybe just perception. And I'm really excited to talk about it. So let's get into it. So on today's episode of US versus London, we are talking about beauty standards within the acting world. And obviously, I'm not an expert. This is purely just observation and what I have been witnessing and what I've been hearing for the past, I don't I don't know, a couple of three months, four months, however long I have lived in London. So obviously, I'm not an expert. We know this. This is just me putting that out there. But it is something that I, th- I obviously think is worth noting and worth talking about because it is something that kept popping up. And I don't know if this goes for all things beauty, or if it just kind of is living in the acting world. And I don't know if it maybe is just the acting world and not so much the musical theater world. I studied musical theater in my undergrad in New Jersey, and then I am now studying classical acting. So it's a little bit different. I'm sure some people might not get why it's different. If you ever want me to explain that on a podcast, I certainly could. Um, But it is it is different. And I've noticed differences in just like people and the way you do things because it's two different majors, even though it's in kind of the same medium. And I noticed specifically with the beauty standards, just I would look at their headshots or their... um, Yeah, they're they're headshots. It's called headshots. They call their resume CVs there. And so I just have to switch up my brain a little bit. But I think they call them both headshots. Um, And so I'm just looking at the headshots, or just the way my teachers approached class, and the way that I approached auditions in the States. And I'm not saying any of this is bad or wrong, or we shouldn't be doing it this way, or one way is better than the other. I'm just purely laying down what I think (laughs) I'm just purely telling you exactly what I think in my opinion about which one is right. No, I'm kidding. I'm just putting down kind of what I've observed over this these past couple of months, and what I think is interesting about it. So I think it first started when I went to class and I started my classes, we were in our first week of class, and we were getting to know our teachers. And I had a teacher address us and say, hey, people who wear makeup. What what if we approached this? What if we looked at this in your body as in your face as more of a clean canvas? And I know I'm not saying this, right? I'm not directly quoting him. So if it comes off at all rude or weird, it's because of my phrasing and not their phrasing. And I heard this from a couple teachers, not just men, not just women, not just people, just all people. And they we're just basically asking us to think about ourselves without makeup and to maybe present a clean slate when coming to class. It's the same reason we all wear black to class. It's just so your outfit isn't taking, not taking away from your performance or anything, but just so everybody is kind of in the same state to start with. And then you can build off of that you can build characters, you're not automatically putting on a character. Because I mean, I think clothing and makeup is a form of expression. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And it's not like, oh, we need to tear that down and get away because I think people love it and feel it and identify with it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And it really is artwork. But I think with them, they were saying we have to take on these new characters and take on these new things and try to find different people. So what if we did that from like the blankest, the blankest? (laughs) That doesn't seem right. The most clean, the cleanest, there we go, the cleanest slate we can. And that was really interesting to me. Just thinking about, oh, yeah, we're not going to wear makeup. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I mean, it's a little different for me, because I don't wear makeup on a daily basis. I I stopped wearing makeup, I think in college, occasionally, I'll wear it for events. And honestly, in the States, I would wear it for auditions, because I knew I had to look more presentable. But it's interesting, because in London, they really were wanting you to just be completely clear. And they didn't they didn't care. They didn't care if you looked tired that day or whatever, like that wasn't a thing in their mind of, oh, you don't look as beautiful, so you shouldn't be here, or anything like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm just rambling at this point. But I just think that's interesting that they actually asked us. And I'm not saying that in the States, they told us, oh, you have to wear makeup to class every day to look presentable. But I'm not going to lie, a couple times, I would have teachers say, hey, if you're treating this like an audition, or what if someone were to walk in right now and want to observe class, and you didn't look presentable? What if that happened? Would you feel comfortable with the way you were presenting yourself? Maybe you should think about that. And that, at the time, I never felt like that was a diss or anything, but I think about that now, and that is interesting. Them saying, How do you want to present yourself and automatically believing that um, wearing makeup or having your hair done or wearing certain clothes makes you more of a presentable human? Because that's not quite the same idea that I. F- that I have felt in London thus far. It could be different, it could change, maybe the audition situations are different. But even just noticing headshots and looking at headshots, they're very, they're a little bit more naturalistic. Not to say that I don't think my headshot rep looks like me or looks like just kind of a heightened version of me, but it's a little less glam, I think, in the UK. And not that that's a bad thing. I love my headshot. I think it's a beautiful headshot. I don't think I look super over the top, but it is a little bit more glam than some of the headshots I've seen in the UK. And I think that's just interesting to point out these differences in culture and in the profession, because it's it's the same profession, it's the same thing, but they kind of have different ideas. And I'm not gonna lie, it's nice to not have to think about that and to not have to think about oh my gosh I need to be looking like this or presenting like this and the other thing that comes up not just makeup and hair or whatever is weight and I don't want I don't want this to trigger anyone if you have issues with hearing or talking about weight or whatever, if that's hard for you, then I would suggest skipping this part. It's I'm not going to get into anything crazy. But I will talk about kind of my insecurities with it. And I think being in the States, I feel a lot more pressure to be thin and to be fitter and to look thinner. And I think I connect that and link that to beauty and being beautiful is that thinness. And in London, I can confidently say I have hardly ever thought about my weight. And that's crazy for a person who probably thought about it a- every day, and who looked at herself and I like I feel like I'm a pretty confident person. But that is something I've struggled with. And I'm trying to get out of that mentality since what I I was dieting and counting calories since 12 years old. Of course, that's gonna leave a mark within m- me because in my formative years, that's what I was teaching myself. And so it's going to take time to unlearn those really nasty habits and not, not to degrade myself or not to slap my own hand. But it is something that I was pressured into feeling and feeling that way. And I don't feel that way in London. And I don't know if it's just the community that I have at Lambda, and if they have just created a really safe, beautiful space, or if that spans all across the profession. And I don't know if that spans in TV as much as it does on stage acting. I know TV can be a little bit more ruthless. But the stage shows I've seen have had people of all different walks of life who are larger, taller, all different ethnicities, all different religions, all different, it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful to see the diversity. Of course, there can always be more diversity and more, um, more representation. I don't think you can ever have, you, you can never have too much representation, let's be real. But it is it is a difference than it's different to what I see in the States. And I think the States is catching up a little bit in that respect. I'm starting to see more people on Broadway and in bigger, bigger companies and bigger shows who represent more types of people. And of course, we're, we're learning and working and trying to figure it out. But from a weight perspective, I feel like London is a little bit more ahead in that respect. But it's good that we're all going that way because I think that's the way it should be. And I think the reason I note this is because I had a distinct moment when I came home where I thought about my weight for the first time in, I think, almost three months. And I would occasionally think about it in London, like, oh, okay, I've been a little sick, I'm looking a little thinner. Not that not that that's a good thing, but it was just something I noted, and I thought, okay, like, I can't wait till I can start eating food again, so I can get my strength back and get myself going. And, or I would look in the mirror and I'd say, oh, yeah, like, I, I, my love handles are looking extra grabbable today. <laughs> um, but it never was done negatively. And I don't know why I don't know. Maybe I was just too exhausted and too tired to think about it. And now I have more time. So I am thinking about it. But I have to say when I got on the plane, I started thinking, Oh, no, what's everyone going to think? Did everyone think I was going to come back like being fit and healthy and a better version of myself? I know I've only been gone a couple months. But it's always this feeling of Oh, I'm not there's been an extended period of time, and I'm not coming back flawless. (laughs) What is my family or friends? What are they going to think? Are they going to think poorly on it? And I have a very supportive family, very supportive friends, but that's just the kind of negativity that eats away in your mind. And it's true, I came home and that's I've been thinking more about it than I than I have. And I think that is I think that does speak to the environment I was in, and the differences in culture or differences in the profession there. And like I'm, I, I have to say again, that I really am coming at this from a very personalized, um, specific view, it's very much my viewpoint, my perception of how this is my opinion. And so of course, this isn't fact, and this isn't the way it is. But I think it's interesting to point out these things because it, it it is different and there is a difference in this comparison <laughs> and what a concept but yeah so i wanted to point that out and not saying oh wow london's way better because i don't have to wear makeup and i don't have to be on a diet all the time but i do have to say it is kind of nice to not have to constantly worry about my weight or talk about that all the time with friends i mean there were times in undergrad where i would just sometimes that was all me and my friends would talk about was the latest diet we were doing or the exercise and not to say that our relationships weren't incredible and that I'm still friends with those people. But it, it's just very much what was put into our brains instead of Oh, make sure you're the strongest you and the most stable you so you can do these things because it's it is a rigorous business. It's intense. And it takes a lot of physicality. And sometimes you really have to be able to do that physicality. I mean, at school, I'm even in in undergrad, I felt it, but even in grad school, I feel that too. I mean, we go from stage combat to movement classes, and we're moving all day, and we're walking all day, and we're running upstairs, and running in scenes, and running around the school. Like, there's a lot of physical activity, so you really have to push yourself to different physical limits. But it's less focused on physique and more focused on let's get your endurance up so you can do eight shows a week. And I, I think that's interesting because I think when I think about the US and think about undergrad, it was more, am I going to look thinner? Or am I going to look good in this costume if I lose weight? And so I just wanted to point that out. I hope that wasn't too crazy or too weird or caused people to have weird thoughts. But I think I think it's worth noting. I've, I've said that before in this episode. And I just wanted to bring it up because it, it was an interesting comparison. And I wanted to kind of open up that conversation. And I would love to hear what other people have to think or their experience because I could be totally off other people's experiences could be t- completely different. Who knows, maybe I'll have London friends reaching out and saying, Hey, you know, I actually feel the complete opposite of what you're feeling. Or maybe I have friends in the States who think, no, Maddie, I think that's just you. I think that's just you feeling it. And that could be totally true. But those are things that I have heard people say to me in my classes, my teachers saying don't wear makeup and then in my classes in the states, hey, make sure you look good enough if someone were to come in and want to cast you. And who knows, that could just be two specific teachers or it could just be an idea or an ideal that we hold a little bit closer to ourselves in the states. And let's be real. Acting can is a very visual it's a very visual perspective profession. And sometimes people want specific looks. And luckily, those people are changing and wanting more diverse looks, but sometimes they don't. And it's, it's hard, it's a hard profession to be looked at all of the time. And I think, I think it's really cool that I can go to class and not worry about that and not think, oh, I don't look this part. I play I mean, I freaking played King John. I am King John. Oh, my gosh, that was wrong. I played King Henry. Oh, wow. All my friends listening are going to get a cackle out of that one. No, I, <laughs> I played King Henry. I was just reading a monologue from King John. Okay, but that's besides the point. I played King Henry. I mean, I'm not a man or a king or whatever those ideas were to begin with. It's they they don't care. And that's nice. And I get to sing songs that a quote unquote ingenue would sing and I get to do things that I think is really fun and I think is really helpful for people to learn all sides of things. And I never quite got to do that as much. And I feel grateful. And I I think that's it. I think that's all I'm going to have to say on the topic. And I hope that wasn't too kooky, scatterbrained. I hope that, that made sense. And if you have... Anything to say on this topic, or if you're more or if you're interested or have any more questions, please, please reach out to me if I'm completely off, off my rocker and off base, reach out to me, let me know I would love I I would love to know what you have to think. But be kind. (laughs) Just be a good person when you approach it. Um, And I think that's it for today. If you want to reach out to me, you can email me at brainfortpodcasts at gmail.com or if you're on social media you can follow or find me at brainfort podcast on Instagram and on Facebook you I'm sure if you're listening to this you know where to find this to listen to <laughs> so I'm on iTunes Spotify all of those all of those fun things if you want to recommend it to your family and friends that'd be awesome too and I think I think that's it for this week I guess next episode will be after Christmas, at least. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas, if you celebrate other holidays, happy holidays to you. And I hope everyone has a great, great holiday season. And they're with the people they love, even if the people they love is themselves or their cats. That's all that matters, right? And I think that's all I have to say for this episode. I hope you have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.